welcome to the Narrowing Path, Walking the Spiritual Walk. My name is Steve Benatterstein. Thank you all for joining me again today on a lovely spring day here in the United States. Um, sun's coming out up here in the um, New England uh, part of the country, and um, it's always appreciated. It puts me in a really great mood when the sun's out and shining. So, um, so we're going to be here for James Allen's Daily Meditations on April 13th, okay? And this will be fresh to you and fresh to me, meaning this will be my first time reading it or hearing it. So you get my genuine response reactions, observations, and what I relate to about these readings. And uh, yesterday's was, I loved how it ended with talking about bliss and just how our natural state is bliss and peace and have all of these um, really strong things associated with it. So when we do the work, we get a lot of these types of rewards. And that's something I'm really grateful for, and I need a reminder that um, keep walking through this and keep doing the work, and one day you'll realize these gifts have been given to you as well. So, here we go. This is James Allen's Daily Meditation for April 13th. He who has realized that love that is divine has become a new man. And this love, this wisdom, this peace, this tranquil state of mind and heart may be attained to, may be realized by all who are willing and ready to and who are prepared to humbly enter into a comprehension of all that the giving up of self involves. What a sentence. There is no arbitrary power in the universe. And the strongest claims of fate by which men are bound are self-forged. <clears throat> men are chained to that which causes suffering because they desire to be so. Because they love their change. Because they think their little dark prison of self is, so, is sweet and beautiful. And they are afraid that if they desert that prison, they will lose all that is real and worth having. Ye suffer from yourselves. None else compels. None other holds ye that ye live and die. To the divinely wise, knowledge and love are one and inseparable. That's a... <clears throat> There's a little bit... I got lost there in the middle for a second just because of um, the structure of the sentence. So I apologize for that. But the reality of it is I, the, this is talking about more of what we were ended with yesterday. Yesterday ended with bliss. And today he's saying, um, he who has realized that love, he who has realized the love that is divine has become a new man. So when you realize divine love, You have become a new man. When you understand what that means, what that's associating with, you've become a new man. And that's the rebirth we've talked about. That's the new perspective we keep talking about. That's the um, new understandings, right? That's the um, love and peace and the 
sympathy and pity for those who are still acting in that self-will. They're still acting in a way to serve themselves. So, it looks like this, the first sentence of the main body of this is a continuation, so I'll read it with the first. He who has realized the love that is divine has become a new man. And this love, this wisdom, this peace, this tranquil state of mind and heart may be attained to, may be realized by all who are willing and ready to and are prepared to humbly enter into, that comp into a comprehension of all that the giving up of self involves. So he's saying this divine love, this divine wisdom, this divine peace, this tranquil, serene state of mind and heart. This is up. This is available to anybody. Absolutely anybody. And if you had told me that years ago, I would have called you a liar. If you had told me that I could have peace and calmness, serenity, and happiness in my life, I would have called you a liar. Because I was doing anything I could just to get through a day. To seek enough pleasure and distraction and comfort to get through my day. So I'd close my eyes and hope to do it again, to just hope that someday it would all change. As sad as that might sound, that's how I lived. That's how a lot of people live. You don't have to be an alcoholic or a drug addict or addicted to any one thing or a substance at all for that to be your life. We have to humbly just enter into a comprehension of all that the giving up of self involves. So we have to understand. We have to be willing to understand and willing to action the giving up of self. To letting that ego die. To run to, run to a new way of living and leave the old behind. He goes on to say, there is no arbitrary power in the universe. And the strongest chains of fate by which men are bound are self-forged. Hmm. Arbitrary power in the universe. It's all intentional. And the strongest chains of fate by which men are bound are self-forged. That, that was my direct experience. I, I, I built myself into a... a jail cell inside a prison inside of a walled castle surrounded by a moat I built myself into this cage I forged those own those those massive chains that I was held back by those were of my doing those were of my holding it was my perspective and my understanding that I had to let go of I didn't know, but gratefully I've been able to be shown a way to live that showed me that the, uh, my biggest enemy is myself. And that's pretty amazing. I'll say that, that is absolutely amazing. Men are chained to that which causes suffering because they desire to be so, because they love their chains, per, because they think their little dark prison of self is sweet and beautiful, and they are afraid that if they desert that prison, they will lose all that is real and worth having. 
that was one of my direct fears. And I say it often when I'm talking to people about these things. My character defects, my um, shortcomings, my uh, sins. My they, I loved these things. These things did something for me. It could have been whether it was anger or hate or self-pity and depression or anxiety or worry. Delusion. Despondency, apathy, all of these things that I would practice so often, so, so often, they did something for me. They either made me feel really, really good, or they made me feel terrible, and I was okay with either of those. It was amazing to me to realize that, that I fed off those emotions, that those emotions were things I enjoyed because I don't know but if, if this rings true for anyone else but we say we hate these things we hate being upset we hate being this getting angry we hate the gossiping we hate the drama but yet we actively participate in them and they do something for us that we we feel like we need to have and that's what he's saying here men are chained to which to that which causes suffering because they desire to be so we, we want to have that still, Why? because it's familiar, because it's comfortable in its uncomfortableness, uncomfortability, some say. The devil you know, I guess. Because they love their chains. I loved my chains. I loved, because it gave me an excuse. It let me be the victim. It let me be void of all sense of responsibility, right? freed me to act and live the way I thought I needed to when I could sit there and rattle these chains and say, I can't do anything else. This is what I have to do. I loved it. I was defined by them. And I was okay with that. I didn't know how attached I was to my sin. What freedom there is in understanding that. Because they think their little dark prison of self is sweet and beautiful. We've convinced ourselves that this is a great little spot to be in. We don't realize how much suffering it really is. How much pain it really is. Self-inflicted. And as simple, not easy, but simple as it is to say, I want to let this go. There's so much more living in life and joy on the other side that we didn't even know was possible. But we thought this was the best way to live. I thought that was my best way to live, beyond a shadow of a doubt. I thought that was gonna be the only way I could get through my days is when I was in love with my sin, when I held on to it for dear life. And they are afraid that if they desert that prison, they will lose all that is real and worth having. I remember when I was getting sober, and I really started doing this work. I was, I was scared. I didn't, wouldn't like the person on the other side. I, I thought my character was my shortcomings and my character defects and my sins. I thought that's just who I was. I was afraid to desert the pr that prison I had made for myself because I thought I would lose myself and anything that would make my life worth living. It was a terrifying thought, a terrifying perspective to have that if I let go of these things that are literally killing me and these perspectives and these 
resentments and these fears that drove me that I would have nothing. I didn't know it would free me to be who I actually was authentically. That was new to me. That wasn't something I could have predicted to happen, but it did. He has a quote here. Ye suffer from yourselves, no one, none else compels. None other holds ye that ye live and die. He's putting it on us again. Our own suffering, our own deaths, our own faults, our, our, our own responsibilities, the way we live, the way we die, is because of what we believe. No one else suffers. No one else compels us to suffer. It is our own. Our desires get in the way. Our fears get in the way. All of these things cause our own suffering. And we get, and we get to choose how to live and how to die. Or how to live until we die. Maybe there's a better way to say that. And when we get there, we realize it was all our own distorted, delusional perspective. He ends it with, to the divinely wise, knowledge and love are inseparable. Once you have an understanding and a comprehension and a perspective as to what your own, thing, your own selfishness and self-centeredness has caused, there's nothing left to do but love. When you learn to get yourself out of the way and don't allow yourself to force your will upon somebody else or wish someone was different or get, take something personally because you know it's just them, you're able to love. So the knowledge and the wisdom that this path in life, this spiritual walk, we get the opportunity to participate in. When we get those blessings, love and knowledge are inseparable. What a great reading. Great reading for today. Thank you all for joining me again, and I, I really appreciate it. I'm looking forward to tomorrow, April 14th, as always. And um, until next time, thanks.